Hello and welcome to the Fabulous at 50 podcast, celebrating a vibrant global community of women over 50 through entertaining interviews that will inspire, educate, and empower. Your host, Joanne Nuaduck, was born to nurture and promote vibrance. Joanne is both the Community Director for Calgary, Canada, and oversees the global operations for Fabulous at 50. As an oncology nurse, integrative practitioner in multiple modalities, life skills mentor and manager, Joanne moves people from challenging situations to positive outcomes through the use of her innate gifts and learned skills. Here's your host, Joanne Nuaduck. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Fabulous at 50. I am here with an amazing woman who is all about words, wisdom, and women. And I know that's not the order of her information, but that's like, that's how, that's how I think of you is, Yvonne, is that when I think of you, I think of words, and I think of women, and I think of, most importantly, the wisdom that you bring to the world. So I'm so thrilled to have you on today's show and welcome. Thank you. Welcome. It's uh, nice to be here, Joanne. Excellent. Well, before we get started, we're not going to go very far before I share the incredible bio that you have that I know caught my attention when I first heard about you. So you, I know, are a success catalyst. And everyone else, just know that Yvonne E. L. Silver is the founder of Women and Wisdom Media. Yvonne is a speaker, best-selling author, radio show and podcast host, certified executive coach, and chartered professional HR consultant. She coaches and mentors visionary entrepreneurs and leaders to flourish in business. By mastering their authentic voice to have confident conversations so they can thrive in a man's world. And I know the first time that I heard you speak and that I I heard your experience, I was just so drawn in, especially since you have this wonderful accent to go along with everything that you (laughs) share with the world. And it, it just, it just flows and brings such a beautiful energy. So I'm so happy for you to be on today's show and welcome again. Well, it's it's so nice to be here. I, I can't believe it's what a year. Yes. A year since we had a, an event together live, just over a year, and here we are still in lockdown. I know it's it's incredible. I'm so glad we got it in. So for the listening audience, those of you who aren't aware, is before we were always meeting on Zoom. We different cities that have fabulous at 50 um, chapters would host live monthly events. And so I run the ones in Calgary and I made a change last year as to where I was holding them and the format of how I was going to hold them. And I reached out to Yvonne here and asked her if she'd be the first speaker in this new format. And we had like over 40 women come and I'm sure we would have had more, but that's as we sold out basically that's as many people as we could let into this beautiful new venue and we had a wonderful night and you did get a chance to share the importance of words we were in community with women and your wisdom so that's what today's talk is going to be all about and I I want to start off with asking you Yvonne um, if you could share like I I know that some people take on being an entrepreneur later in life, like me, 
I, I was a nurse. I wasn't, I think I had an entrepreneur spirit, but I really wasn't an entrepreneur until into my fifties. But I think that might've started earlier for you. Can you share a little bit about your journey? Yeah, I was actually six, six, seven, six. around there. So um, I do it. <laughs> living in England and uh, suburbia. And the, the lady that lived down the road who had two chihuahuas, an elderly lady, used to see her going past um, our front window every day to the park. And then she stopped going past. So oh. I went to knock on her door because I was worried about her. And oh, it turned out she'd broken her ankle. And so when I offered if, if she would like me to walk her dogs for her while she had her ankle in plaster, and she said, well, how much can I, what can I pay you? What do you charge? Bing, my first entrepreneur gig. <laughs> so I can't remember how much I charged, but it was it was a, a light bulb moment. And that's that light bulb stayed on ever since. That's fantastic. How amazing. And then um, now I know that you've actually worked having your own consulting and your own businesses. And then you've also worked in corporations as well. So you have like such a breadth of experience. Tell me just a little bit about your journey and how it led you to where you are now. Mm-hmm. Well, I was a rebel in school, so I didn't <laughs> want to go. I didn't want to go off and spend more time in school or university right after I finished high school in England. So I took a, a, a retail job, and that led into a secretarial course, which led into taking a sales role, which is what brought me to Canada, hiring and training yeah. sales reps. And from there, I morphed into a technology company and started doing, again, it was a different kind of interviewing and hiring for IT people, did that for about 15 years, and oh, wow. then ended up doing my own HR consulting. So along the way, earning an HR designation, and then later in life, earning a, charter, a certified executive coach designation. So it's been a journey that's been mostly in startups, high growth startups, even though they were corporate um, they were fast growing um, okay. companies or local companies. And it's, it's been a great experience to have that mix of seeing things from a corporate big perspective. We, we mm-hmm. became a subsidiary of Bell Canada at one point. And wow. One of the companies got sold for 12 million as an entrepreneurial gig that I had some shares in. So that was, that was a great experience. That um, sounds good. The last 10 years working specifically with women to help women entrepreneurs to flourish in business and leaders to help get promoted because the, the essence of my work is helping women to flourish, as you mentioned. Yes. Very often that is about speaking up, speaking out and being a little bolder with our conversations. Absolutely. And I know just from knowing you that you have a bit of a story around what happened to you when you got into your fifties, that things weren't always aligned and that you really needed to find your own voice in the sense of speaking up and stepping out into what, what truly aligned with you. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah. I mean, the simplest term is I burned out. Um, Mm -hmm. I burned out uh, when I was doing my HR consulting because I ended up attracting some very big contracts and I ended up one one instance in particular working for a male VP for one of the oil and gas firms in Calgary um, and they'd asked me to do this project and when I presented my recommendations he completely didn't listen and decided he was going to go in completely the opposite direction and was asking me to do things that 
I knew would not work as a coach. You know, you can't coach mm-hmm. somebody who's not willing to be coached. That's not a solution. Right. Um, it was just the final straw. It's like, no, you know, the, the money is not the only thing that is driving what I want to do. I have to be passionate about the people I'm working with. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work. So I burned out and ended up taking three months off. And during that time, a lot of reflection, a lot of soul searching, a lot of the work that I've been teaching other women to do, doing taking my own medicine of, you know, what do I love to do? What am I passionate about? My talents, my my gifts, my interests, my passions, where do those things all intersect? And where is that pointing for my next path? And it was also when I took Reiki. So I stepped into energy. I was going to say, you, you took a, a role that really, I think, impacted. You're still doing your business in the corporate. But when you brought in that side of things, I think the energy around what you did shifted. It did. And, and it was almost like, you know, I had this experience when I was a kid where growing up, my dad had PTSD, came back from the war, he got a bullet in Dunkirk came back very mean, watched him literally drain the dignity right out of my mom, um, Mm -hmm. who was a working professional before she had uh, had her kids. And literally, I know I I watched her turn into this little mouse and I I, I swore I was never going to be that person. And then later at 11, he yelled at me, screamed at me because I flunked an exam. I would never, ever be successful in life. I'm just about to go into high school. And so what happened, Joanne, is I put up this this shield that you know no one else is going to hurt me like that ever again with their words and and I realized in my 50s that I was actually hiding still behind the shield and it was keeping me small so it wasn't just protecting other people so that was all part of that three months um, I want to pause right there because I think that I got a shiver when you said that I think that people that are listening this would resonate at some point in their lives you know, we put up shields, we put up protections that protect us in that moment. And they are valuable in that moment. But when we're holding on to them later on in life, they can make us sick. And I think that's what you're saying started, it was holding you back from truly being who you were. Yeah. So I was, like, I was, continue yeah. with that. I just wanted to really illuminate like, like way to go to have that recognition because so many people go through life not getting that. So, so how did, how did you, once you had that recognition, then what did you do? So then I revamped my business. So it was at that time called the shattered ceiling, which was a great name for women. They got it right away, breaking through the glass ceiling, yet it had this energy of striving. Mm. And that was not where I wanted to be anymore. After I did the Reiki and the energetic resonance work with my coach, um, I realized that it needed a complete rebrand. So I changed it up and I called it flourish. I love that. Which is all about, you know, it rhymes with nourish. It's about um, growth and expansion and nature and just being much more in natural flow and different energy, completely different positive energy. And that name worked so well. I didn't, yeah. you didn't know this story before, but when I got my first box of business cards, Joanne, I was actually on my way back from Dixie's from getting yeah. a treatment. And I sat in my car with a business card on my hand and I was literally um, giving my card Reiki. And I heard this excellent on my roof. And, and I looked up and I couldn't see anything. And I looked in my wing mirror and I could see a, a, like a tail hanging down. Interesting. It, yeah, it was actually a magpie. And that magpie sat on the roof the whole time I was doing the Reiki. And then it moved and it sat on a pillar in front of me. 
and it sat there the whole time while I was doing my work and then as soon as I'd finished it blew it flew away and it was like huh I think I put my wings this is good (laughs) yeah that that kind of stuff is so amazing and and we just can't ignore it it's and what I love and and with the women that I interview so often the ones that are the most successful are the ones that embrace both. We think of businesses, go, 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 and very proper and professional, which it is, but it's not instead of, it's both and. If we disconnect from our energy and our flow and truly who we are and our compassion and humanity, mm-hmm. then there's a disconnect. And, and when we reconnect and you're helping people reconnect, yep that that's truly where you flourish. And I'm picturing to me, I'm picturing like an incredible garden that is, and I love that you also, if I could say like that, what was it? Um, the ceiling one, what was it? Shattered ceiling. Shattered ceiling. You're right. It is all about, yes, you want it. It's like being the survivor. I had somebody once in a, in a class where we were coming up with words that we wanted to be and people were saying things like I'm a survivor and I'm a I I I am forgiving and they were thinking they were positive words which they are in a crisis moment so you can get through that but this teacher this wonderful mentor was saying so do you always want to have to survive things is that the energy you want to attract do you always want to be forgiving people so that is very wise of you knowing if I'm always talking about there I'm never to the point of through and then flourishing so what an incredible um evolution that you've been through because mm-hmm. it's wow. almost like once the glass shatters then you yeah. have all these broken pieces and yeah. I was done with feeling like I was in broken pieces I think I felt like I'd broken through you know I'd reached the financial pinnacle I wanted to reach albeit that it came through work that I wasn't really enjoying very much. Yeah. Now it was time for a new, um, a new energy, you know, what's on the other side of that Well, blue sky, right. And yeah. And flourishing. So that became the name of one of my programs. So mm. the flourish program is all about helping entrepreneurs to visualize, monetize, and then optimize their business. So that continues. And then the rebrand came a couple of years ago after I launched my best-selling book, um, won a Woman of Inspiration Award. That was all in the same sort of three-month period. And it, it made more sense to, um, to leverage this success, Words, Women and Wisdom. So I created Women and Wisdom Media. And that was also then the umbrella for the radio show, the podcast, the speaking, the events, nice. um, the book. So it's ways to get this um, medium out through the power of words. I love it. And on that note, I'm going to hold up. I know for you that are listening on a podcast, you can't see what I'm holding up, but I'm holding up Yvonne's book called Words, Women and Wisdom. And this is what I was referring to earlier that we were helping to promote this book um, to some extent with the event that you spoke at. Um, and also just bring this into women's lives. And what we stepped forward, what I loved is that your message about that words have power and is, and, and, and having confident conversations doesn't pertain to just to women who are in business. It's not just to women who are entrepreneurs. It really is for anyone, right? It is for, for women, just you, 
learning how to have a confident conversation with somebody you love or your neighbor. And so tell me a bit more about how this book came into being. What gave you the idea? What was the process of writing it? Mm -hmm. Well, the idea was, you know, part of that same reflection work of, you know, my mom and what she had become. And she's my first, what I call, unmentor. So she showed me what not to do. (laughs) Um, So when she passed away, I did want to honor her in some way. So the dedication is actually to my mom and the front. Um, what I also wanted to do, though, is find a way that I could step into social enterprise, which is what I teach women now to, to do to flourish in business. You've got to have something that is bigger than just you making money. It's yes. got to be, you know, like Victor Frankl said in Man's Search for Meaning, something that is touching a bigger audience, you know, impacting your community or your, your world. Um, yes it to be purposeful and meaningful so the idea for the book was was a reflection on um in one day I had several episodes where women were asking me the same question how can I be more confident Mm -hmm. what can I do to retain my confidence how can I you know how can I be confident um and so I thought well what I keep telling people the same thing the same concepts and they're working really well it's time to put it into a book yes Uh, so it was an it was an 18 month process, nine months to write it, getting up at you know five and doing half an hour meditation. And at that point, it was half an hour and then writing for an hour every day. And nice. it took nine months and the nine months of editing and spell checking and clean up and editing and revamping. And yeah, so I love <laughs> Sorry, the irony that. has not been lost on me in that moment that it was nine months to birth the actual book, nine months to then refine it. It's like you really were birthing something. And and, and it's an incredible book. I I just want to share that I I really very much enjoyed going to, um, it was a a workshop um, that you put on it. And I apologize, I don't remember exactly what you called it, but it was based on this book. Um, and I got to meet some incredible women and you had multiple tables set up and you would pose a question for us and we would each go around the table and share ideas. And that sort of masterminding setting was, I, I loved, I thoroughly enjoyed. And, and it was, it was fascinating just seeing my own, witnessing my own experience, but also witnessing others and just how different we all are but yet in a common, common um, practice that we were undertaking in that same moment. Yeah, I think uh, it was one of the Bold Women Leader events. I think it was, um, yes. Bold, bold yes. Women, Bold Conversations. That's you know, one of my um, key speaking topics, keynotes. Yes. Um, and, and so I can't do any of those in person anymore right no. now. Anyway, so I'm going to do a virtual summit instead. <laughs> that's right yeah Yeah. can you tell us a little bit about your summit and then before I let you go we still have a bit of time but before we let you go I want to I want to ask you for uh three pearls of wisdom Mm -hmm. you know as women women, maybe something on words something on women something on wisdom itself might even be good (laughs) but tell us tell us about a summit so you've moved this to virtual so how how is that going to work what's it looking like so in December I did a one-day virtual summit um, called okay. Cash. Sorry, called Confidence Plus Credibility Equals Cash. Okay. So the feeling was that you know women are the major decision makers in all the households for all the big items. We've it's got true. a lot of stress on us right now, and if we don't have the resources to you know hire a babysitter or you know take a you know go for, go out for dinner or 
you know, have dinner delivered, you know, those yeah. kinds of extra things to take the stress off right now, then we're, you know, we're doing ourselves a disservice. So it was about how can women have more cash and that's entrepreneurs yeah. or if they're in corporate, corporate leaders, how can they still get a promotion even in today's economy? It's true. So, I mean, uh, businesses are still continuing. Yeah. Some are really struggling, but others are thriving and flourishing in yeah. reality. So I put uh, three, um, three of us together. So I was speaking about, you know, confident conversations, getting super clear on your value, how you speak up, how you ask for what you want, having more sales, bringing in personality science and some cool tools I'm working with and how to have, you know, 300% more sales. Um, and then I also brought in a million dollar branding image expert. So mm -hmm. she shared some great tips about, you know, showing up on camera and how you still portray your brand in nice. a different way to attract higher level clients. Okay. And the body language expert, Sharon Saylor, who teaches Fortune 500 companies how to show up visually online with credibility. And that was all about posture and body language and eye contact and, you know, being eye level on the camera. Uh, I was, this is one in December. Yes. That this was in December. And then yeah, I was, I was, unfortunately I couldn't make it. And I remember thinking, wow, there's one about how you present yourself speaking, yeah. how you present yourself like I wouldn't fashion for lack of a better word, but branding and then the actual body, the physical body. So what a, what an incredible winning combination. Yeah. So I decided I would host it again because um, it was so much fun. It was, that was a one day event. This time it's coming up. I'm doing a two day event starting on my birthday on February 19th. And then that's the Friday and then also a Saturday. So if you're an entrepreneur, you can come both days. If you're a working professional, maybe you just come on the Saturday. And so this time I've added on as well to uh, three other experts. One is um, a networking queen. Um, one is a very creative marketer. And then the third girl, uh, Clarissa Burt, is a uh, Hollywood actress, uh, supermodel, um, founder for the In the Limelight magazine and TV show, uh, Clarissa Burt. And so she's going to talk to us about influence, how to wow. how to keep it and how to leverage it this whole media mastery topic which is so timely so at the end of the day the other thing we do is we invite people from the audience who have, have vip tickets to come up do their pitch online and we will give them feedback so wow. we'll give them some kudos and some praise and if there's something that could enhance it even more make it more powerful presentation then yeah. we're happy to share those tips as well oh, that's so, exciting that's exciting. I, oh, I'm looking forward to it. And, and yes, and happy birthday to you. And I remember that I'm, I'm disappointed because, you know, my birthday is just a few days after yours on the 25th. And we talked about, you know, this year, we, we thought we would be able to socialize by now. And we said, <laughs> let's celebrate together. But maybe we'll have to do it as a little zoom call, we'll get our glass of wine or <laughs> whatever and go cheers to you. Yeah. That is fantastic. Now I can't believe we're getting close to the end of our segment here. Right. So before I let you go though, I want to let people know that if um, they want to learn more about you, they can, can you share your website? Can you just say yeah. what your website is? It's like my book title. It's words, women, and wisdom.com. So it's instead of an ampersand, it's spelled out A-N-D. Yes. Womenandwisdom.com. And if, um, if they're intrigued by what I've shared, um, there is a little download. There's a red button on there. You can actually get three free chapters 
an ebook um, right. portion of words, women, and wisdom. I mean, there's 40 different words and word concepts in there, so you won't get them all. You'll get a taste. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then the um, the three things that I wanted to share, three wisdom nuggets. Um, I think the obviously the the messaging for me is that really how important your words are. Your words matter. You know, words if you matter. Change, yeah, if you change should, which is something that women do all the time. Oh, I should do this. I should do that. It's got that obligation tone to it. If you mm-hmm. change that word to could. Mm-hmm. It's got this energy of possibility and lightness now. It's so different and it's just a very subtle shift. Um, asking for what you want. If you don't ask, you will never get it because people don't know you want it. And exactly. you're increasing your opportunity by at least 50%. And if you give people a choice versus saying, Do you, you know, would you like this, yes or no, then they'll pick one of those two choices. So again, you're increasing your odds of getting what you want. Um, and then a third nugget would be, um, I really feel passionate that it's important that women, if they're entrepreneurs in particular, have a social enterprise element in your business. Yes. So with mine, for every book that's sold, one gets donated to a woman's shelter foundation or not for profit. So that's Beautiful. my way of spreading the word. And it comes back in spades in how I feel about the work I've, I've put into this book. But I even had someone the other day pop up on Facebook, um, Joanne, and she said, oh, you're Yvonne Silver, the author of Words, Women and Wisdom. I had that book on my nightstand when I was in the shelter. Now I'm about to launch my book and I'm I'm doing my own course. And I was like, first off, that she remembered. And I don't know how much impact my book had on her, but the fact that her life had completely changed around and she was referencing having that book with her. I was like, oh, yeah. That, that, that's truly the payback. Like that is truly, you know, obviously everybody is out there working or having a business because they're putting a roof over their head and they're putting food on the table. But it really is more because we love like the hours that go into it. We love what we do. Mm-hmm. And when you can do something that then impacts someone like that, that is beautiful. Like that yeah. truly... I just had a feeling you were going to share a beautiful story like that. So <laughs> words do make a difference. And, you know, and, and we've had a couple, there is a episode I just um, had with a um, PhD um, professor that she talks about the power, the, the other side of the power, how words can be offensive and that they're often ingrained in our culture without us even realizing. So I love that yours are about the empowering words, because of course the work I do with belief reparenting is always about choice. I could do this or I could do this right. and them at the same time. So choose which one. So that's why I was so drawn to what you do here and then ask for what you want, you know, in a polite, just straightforward manner, just let people know what you want. And, and truly when I know when I started doing that, things started showing up, but here's what was fascinating. And tell me if you found it too, is I would be asking perhaps here, but where I was getting something might've been from over here somewhere. I wasn't even looking, you know, it's just the energy comes in when you get clear with what you want and then that social enterprise. And we can bring social enterprise into our lives whether we're in business or we're in corporation or personal, perhaps somebody's retired, we can still bring 
something into our lives where we, we are giving back, we're giving of ourselves, knowing that we have something to give to others and just trusting it will have an impact. Mm-hmm. And well, you do that so well. I, I think that we have, a. I feel that we have an obligation as leaders, yeah. leaders of our business yeah. to be sharing, sharing what we're learning in the journey and also sharing the benefits for all. So if we're giving from a place of overflow, yes, then everybody wins. I love that. And that is, that is the premise that what a great way to end. That is the premise, of course, as you know, with fabulous at 50 It's about reminding women, especially women, by the time they get to midlife that um, we need to fill our own cup. And if we've been going along giving out on a drained cup, as you said, we get burnt out. So now it's not selfish to fill ourselves up. We fill ourselves up so we can give more and we can give from that overflow. So thank you so much. And I highly recommend that anyone listening to this, if this summit intrigued you, we are posting the information on how to reach um, Yvonne in the show notes. Please go and take a look at those. Also subscribe to our channel if you're watching us on YouTube or whatever your favorite um, uh, podcast platform is. And also if you visit the Fabulous at 50, our groups and our business page, we'll be posting some of the information about your summit as well there, Yvonne. And of course, go and check Yvonne out. You're, I know you're on some social media. Where's, where do you play the most? Fab at 50 tends to be on on. Facebook the most, although we do dabble in others, where do you find that you do your most um, connections? So mostly I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn. Yes. Um, okay. I, I do um, post on Twitter as well. Um, yeah. A tiny bit on Instagram. I haven't really figured that out yet. That's yeah. <laughs> more of a younger, younger crowd, which isn't my typical. Yeah. True. And by the time, by the time women have hit sort of 35, Yes, 35 to 55. That's probably more the the aging that I tend to work with women. Perfect. Well, it has been an absolute delight. Thank you so much for coming on board to our show today. And I very much look forward when we can meet in person again, whether it's sitting in you know, in your backyard or mine, enjoying a glass of wine again, because I had so much fun last summer when we were allowed to do that. Yeah. And, And I was thinking, you know, last Valentine's, someone asked me just, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? What did you do last year? And I was like, well, I was in the same venue and I ended up bumping into Joanne and her and her sweetie. Um, and we're not going to do that this year. No, uh, we're not going to do that. But, that was fun. That was down at the Bell Music Center. They had put on a special Valentine's night and yep. you could get a, a little drink and wander around and see the exhibits. That, that was a lot of fun that night. So, well, cheers to doing that again soon. And thank you for stopping in and listening. And if you, this is the first episode you're listening to, please, by all means, go back and check out some of our former ones. And Yvonne, I look forward to having you. Maybe this should be an annual event and we'll have you on again next February. Maybe. (laughs) Great great interview, Joanne. I really enjoyed uh, connecting again and chatting with you. Nice. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us today. You've been listening to the Fabulous at 50 podcast with your host, Joanne Neuaduck. Join us again for more inspirational interviews on topics that matter to you. 
If you like what you've heard on today's episode, check out the liner notes or to learn more about this vibrant community that celebrates women over 50, please visit fabulousat50.com. That's www.fabulousat50.com.